Hello and good morning. So, my dear listeners, how are you managing with this relentless heat wave? I can't say I like it. The farmers are gasping for some rain. The gardens are parched. And the lawns are a glowing yellow in colour. Funnily enough, we happen to have an apple tree. And this year it has given us such a bumper crop. And we don't know how to manage such an amount. Not only is the amount large, but each apple is reaching a real good size. If this were to go to the marketplace, I'm confident it can compete with the best that's on offer. Especially that it is the rare James Greaves variety, one that I chose several years ago to buy as a plant, because I read about this particular variety which belongs to the English Cox family of apple. With this bumper crop, we did not use any extra watering for the, tra- for the tree. So that's funny. We gave all our neighbors. I ended up coring and peeling so many because my wife is good at making stews, apple crumbles, and even apple jam. Now, all this is a surprise. Is it the hot weather that allowed the apples to grow and ripen faster than normal? I don't know. But I do know that, apart from this personal bonanza, I can't think of any reason that this long-drawn hot spell can be of any comfort to anyone. Elderly people suffer badly, and I personally am having to use a fan at home. This makes me think. How would people working from home be feeling when they could be in their office, which most probably is air-conditioned? Our homes may be well able to cope with cold weather, assuming we can afford to heat them, but they are not geared to coping with a long spell of hot weather. So I have great sympathy with people who live in apartment flats or terrace houses stuck to each other over a length of a whole road. At least in the shade of a garden, one can find some comfort. In all this, I am expressing the situation experienced by most, if not all of us, on a personal basis. But this hot spell is already creating more grievous difficulties in other situations. Arable land is so dry, the seasonal crops are yielding poor harvests, fires are appearing, straining the fire services and their limited resources, and people who need their houses for any reason are denied their use. Such hose bans are not strangers to all of us. We had it many times in the past, although the Thames water catchment area is probably more secure than others in the country because of the mammoth project the company undertook several years ago to preserve a lot of water underground in a series of tunnels dug around the greater London area. However, we are still threatened with a temporary hose pipe, even in our area. But anyway, you will agree that we all have to use water as judiciously as we can, and certainly sympathize with people living in other parts of the country who have greater restrictions. Now, no talk of a heat wave can be without mentioning climate change 
And here we come to the commitments by most countries to reduce their carbon dioxide emissions. Some, including the UK, committing to zero emissions by 2024 or some other year that is drawing very close. I think it may be 2034. If we just think of it, it is too close. Backpedaling seems to be the order of the day. But some countries are defying their own commitments for a variety of reasons. Maybe to maintain growth of their economy. And as we all know, economic growth requires more use of energy. And the systems for renewables are not yet anywhere near what is required if the world can effectively achieve zero emissions. So this is a world problem. And so it needs world solutions. And here humanity may be faltering. Maybe on individual members of humanity, that's me and you, are not to blame immediately. But mostly it is a failure of governments and large industries and businesses and other concerns. People point to oil companies when it is not so long ago that they were begging these same oil companies to produce more oil, gas and other energies. And when they do and their coffers get to bursting point from excessive profits, the people start to target them for abuse and profiteering and all sorts of bad behavior. This is just an example of we, how we as individuals and even governments try to put blame on others. So, as I said, this is a world problem and I plead for the world to address it conscientiously, collaboratively and in every spirit of goodwill. I came across a statement by Abdu'l-Bahá saying, The world is but the womb of the world of reality. I had difficulty understanding this statement until I came across another statement saying, Likewise, if we are born from the matrix of this physical and phenomenal environment into the freedom and loftiness of the life and vision spiritual, we shall consider this mortal existence and its blessings. So it is the physical and spiritual vision that world, the world needs. And the environment is one aspect where such a complete vision is most to consider. The world is the womb that brought us to life. We cannot destroy that womb that is also giving us all the blessings conducive to a wonderful life for all humanity. I would like to end today's talk by another statement from Abdul Baha. He says, Man alone is free. Man alone controls the environment which surrounds him. He alone makes nature his slave. So please, join me in praying for the world to heed the urgent need to take control of our environment before the environment punishes further and further. We still have time to repent and correct our ways. Goodbye.